Mensa, how are you doing today? Lekker, I hope. So Mensa, today we have a very special episode for you and what you'll notice is that the mom is not here. I know the name of the podcast is Your Mom with Skulk, but for my next guest, getting his mom here would have been difficult because, well, she died. And I know, I know that sounds harsh, Mensa, but it's a fact of life. People die. And today we talk about our moms and what it's like to lose a mother with someone who has recently lost theirs, my friend, Seven Gacy. Hello, Mensa. Welcome to another episode of Your Mom with Skulk. Uh, we say thank you once again to our wonderful sponsor, House Wine. House. Mmm, that sounds good. It's not their tagline. I just made that up. But the problem with these morning interviews is that it is a bit hard to drink a can of wine. Luckily, House Wine also comes in a wonderful breakfast edition variety. Mix it with some orange juice. Breakfast is served. Today, my guest is Sivan Gacy. And Siv, I always... You know those people on Instagram and then they make their bio... Comedian, actor, MC, traveler. Then I always think like, fucking pick one. But you are equally all those. Yeah, you forgot the awards. Things. The multi award winning. Multi award winning uh, yeah. comedian, actor, yeah. MC, presenter, producer. But, producer, but you are Humble. all those things Humble. equally. I just want to say to everyone watching, I promise you, Skulk was less Afrikaans. Before we said action, uh, it was not cyber Afrikaans, nie, and now it's by a kijk net cyber Afrikaans, like plucked up the other Afrikaans. I swear, my, my, my <laughs> wife jokes about it all the time. I don't, oh, I, action. I don't realize I do it, I don't realize I do it, but I think I because <laughs> I just want to say, Skulk, my accent I, is thicker on stage, yeah, I, and then Mika's like, uh, My wife, she, she's, she'll be like, You don't speak like that, I must and then I'm like, Mika, I'm. I'm doing stand-up. I'm not a character. I'm myself. She's like, but when we're home, you don't, you don't talk like this. And then I'm like, I don't talk like this on stage. Cut to, hello, ladies. And gentlemen, yes. when I get on the stage. So for me, I must be honest, when I am speaking to a predominantly black audience, I put on a black accent. I, 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 I'm like, I'm Chandy Chani. I do, I do, you know, lift up my BE certificate a little bit higher. Okay. Lekker. Yeah, um, I don't, I don't put on a black accent. No, 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 um, you didn't. No. You would, EFF would love you if you did that. <laughs> um, so, ladies and gentlemen, today's episode, um, obviously, is a bit of a different one because uh, it is still your mom with Skulk, but Siv, you lost your mother recently. And there's the ashes over there. If you want to put it here, and we can have. I think we should do that. I, I, I think I can actually. I can. I love all these ashes. I should have thought about this. Here's the mom's ashes. Yeah. And then I'm going to take a picture of my mother. So yeah, I thought we'll bring my mother along. I know you don't drink, but your mother... My mother my mother drank. Here's my mother's ashes. Okay, but we shouldn't pour some, ah, some ah, house ah, into ah, the... Ah. My mom is in heaven now. His <laughs> mom's ashes. Okay. How, look how adorable she was. Okay, so fine. It is just a normal episode yeah, then again. Yeah, it's a normal episode. Yeah. <laughs> but I want to I thank you for... Because I think... So... I'm always in an awkward position when I uh, message people that I don't know to ask them to come on the podcast because some people, like I literally, do, I don't know them. So then I have to ask, is your is your mom 
alive? And it's always such an awkward question to ask. And then sometimes they go, no, no, she, she's passed away. And then normally they would just go, so unfortunately I couldn't be on the podcast. Um, but you were like, no, I still want to do it because oops, your mom, mom rolled. My mom just rolled. Uh, she, was, um, she was a big lady. So she's she, a whole pretty. She, she okay. was big. So she would definitely yeah, roll. I think if, Holder. I if, think she holder. Fell, if she fell, my mother would have rolled. I don't she want would. her to fall out there. No, but, no, no. no um, she's tightened you. So, you know, but you said, no, I want to come on the podcast because I want to talk about, you know, losing a mother, that loss. And I must say on Instagram, you've become sort of, I don't want to say like an ambassador for lost mothers, but I mean, I think you've been speaking about the loss a lot and helping people to be like, oh, this is something I can speak about, you know, and it's not a, and you can speak about it in, in quite a light way. It doesn't have to always be this like, yeah, 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 yeah. you know, you know, I, I think humans are quite interesting. There are two things we're destined to do. That is lose and fail and lose someone. But it's two things we don't talk about. Mm. I find it's fascinating how how unprepared I was when my mother died. Mm. You know what I mean? You would think, you know, we're used to losing and you're like, okay, girl, it's going to feel bad. But I didn't realize how bad it would have felt. But uh, how so would you prepare? If you say you were unprepared, like well, what, if you could do it differently and prepare more, like how would you prepare? Because I, think, I mean, my mother's still alive and I mean, I wouldn't know how to prepare f for when she dies. Well, I, I think if we spoke about death more often, uh, yeah, I, I think I think if we spoke about like, for example, only now am I seeing all these sayings and all these things about grief. They weren't like in our daily, daily lives. You know what yeah. I mean? But I think if we... For example, if you lose something, if you if you lose at something, we know all these cliche sayings about loss and you know it's a lesson and da 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 failure. Mm. Da, da, da. We know those generic things, but we don't really talk about generic things when it comes to loss. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, so I think it would have still hurt like hell. I would have still been a mess. I would have still been in a ball crying every other day, kind of a thing. But I still think I would have been a little bit more prepared if we spoke about it more. So maybe. You know, if you're a if you're a teacher watching this, do you think it's even maybe from a young age? Because I mean, you could you could still disguise it within a story yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think there are some children books now these days that kind of uh, handle for oh Afrikaans. Go, go, oh, go, that, go, that goes your English. That, that goes English. <laughs> that that are about oh no grief. <laughs> are about um, grief. You want know this Afrikaans now, but now it's flipping. Uh, I swear this this house. It's, it's like a, it's, the blow now. This house makes you the blow final. Afrikaans. No one's at built on it. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's something that I think maybe people must talk with their kids. You know, because my only experience of grief is like when your grandmother died. Because most people, I think, are well, often you are young when your grandmother dies. You're still a kid, and yeah, but then. I don't know. You don't really know how to process it. And also you don't really understand it. Mm. Um, but grandparents are meant to die. Mm, exactly. And they're meant to die. Yeah. They're, they're supposed to die. Yeah. And sometimes people are like, Oh my goodness. I'm so sorry. Your mother's died. Oh, I'm so sorry. Like I understand how it feels. My grandmother died. I'm like, uh, yeah. Not oh, it's sad. I don't know if it's the same thing. Yeah. Uh, but no man, I just jokes aside that losing my mother has been the most horrendous, experience of my life um was it was it sudden i don't know I, how i she think my mother was away. always overweight and in the last few years she got a bit sickly 
Mm. Um, and it's just a hut full of everything, you know what I mean? Um, but I definitely feel like, I don't think anyone watching realizes how bad it is. I think people, mm. you know, you have like a, oh, it's going to be so difficult. Bruh, it is hell on earth. Mm. Like, I think I enjoyed living when she was alive. I enjoyed life more then. That's, yeah. a, that's an extreme thing to say. Yeah. And do you think it will get better? Or do you think no. for the rest of your life, I think I you won't enjoy life as much? I think, but I think it's some, I read something that said, while you are hurting and you're grieving, you can still be happy and living your best life, but still be limping. It's like you can still run, but you're still limping. Mm. And you, you feel still, like that. Yeah. I, I, st I, I still think you can still, it's the same as being a rugby player and, you 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 are hundred percent healed, but your knee is not hundred percent. Mm, mm. You still wrap that same knee. Yeah, and I think I'll always be that guy. Okay. And would, would are you thinking of kids, or do you want That's that one That's the only thing I want. Okay. I don't want relationships. I want kids. So what's the plan? How the are you going to do that it? Vaginas and wombs <laughs> work even without a ring on the finger. Yes, but I mean, <laughs> you don't want a relationship. So would you adopt? And I want to co-parent with someone. Oh, really okay. Co-parent. But but not in a relationship no. with them, just co-parent. No, never watched okay. it. Hey, there's an app idea. Like Tinder for... <laughs> no, no, no. no, no. <laughs> Anti-hookup Tinder. Yeah. Only co-parents. There, there's, there's conversations <laughs> happening. But I, I actually was... Wow. Gonna, before COVID, I nearly had a kid with someone. Before COVID, it was planned. And then COVID hit. And I was like... I don't but was know. the plan, listen... Yeah, yeah, it's not romantic. Yeah, you're gonna I, have, no, no, I've had a... Like I spoke to a, a friend of mine I've talked to about what, 10 years about it. Mm. mm. And then the plan would be, would you impregnate <laughs> the person? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So at the hospital or impregnate? She was like, ah, oh, well, let's do it the other way. It's cheaper. And I was like, oh, let's go to the hospital. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then has the baby and then you guys co-parent. Co-parent, yeah, yeah. And then, I mean, obviously you'd be able to prepare them better for, you know, the same sort of, because you're going to die. And the other co-parents. When I talk about, you know, when I talk, I think if someone has lost their mother and they're going, no, you can't be prepared. I'm not saying it's, it's not going to make it any easier. Mm. What I'm saying is that I think the, the conversation about death and grief needs to be more readily available. Talk about it every single day. Mm. I think I'll share my experiences. I don't think it'll make them any easier. Yeah. But I definitely feel like there are ways to be able to meander and go through the life with, with the death. Yeah. Uh, but I don't think it'll make it any easier. Like for me, I, I, like I'm jealous of your relationship with your mother because when I saw she went to the Edinburgh, I was so jealous. Mm. Uh, seeing it online, um, and you loving her more, and spending more time with her won't make the death any easier. If you know what I mean. Mm. But I do think the hardest part is if people are living with regret. Yeah. Regret and grief must be cuck because I don't regret anything I did with my mother. Yeah, I must say. I mean, obviously, uh, seeing someone like you, for example, posting about your mother dying. You know, it it does. It is sort of an eye opener, like because I just realized when I saw your posts, like, geez, I am really lucky that I mm. still have my mom. So, be grateful. And then, like, being tra like traveling with her mm. in Edinburgh, I was like, I had, a, I had a few moments where. Oh yes, you allow. Here's, here's, I was just about to add that, Scott. I think a lot of you're still allowed to have irritations with your mother. You're still allowed to fight with them. Jeez. You're still allowed to go uh, not answer their messages. That's all part of it. And I think some people afterwards feel guilty. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I miss fighting with my mother. 
Yeah. I miss going, no girl, you ain't coming to my apartment, I'm busy. You know what I mean? I miss all of that. And that's part of life, bro. So sometimes people miss me going, oh, I just fought with my mother, I feel so guilty. I'm like, for tech, that's part of life. It's like you being married, I'm sure you have disagreements with your, with your wife. Mm. You know, so it's part of it. It's part of the whole uh, thingy. But if I could do it again, I wish I had a child while she's alive to mm. be able to experience her being a grandmother of yes. my child. Yes. I wish I experienced that. Yeah. 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 So what 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 was the thing that helped you the most through it? Did you go to therapy? I refused to go to therapy. Why? Because I felt like I only go to therapy when my mother's death affects me day to day. So it doesn't it doesn't make me I don't wake up in the morning and not want to work. Mm. I can still do everything. Mm. Um, the best thing for me was interacting with friends who've lost their mother. Mm. That was great. Because they are the only people that... Yes. I, I have someone I'm close with that lost their father recently and she was also saying to me that... You've got your father. Yeah, and it was like the only people she really wanted to yes. talk to was other friends of hers that yes. have also lost their father yeah. because she's like... The, they're the only people who knows yeah. how it feels and and you know she she said the same as you i mean you can't explain to someone and people can sort of try and imagine yeah, yeah i can imagine but she's like you just yeah but can I tell you another one that's really helped me was instagram that sounds about weird so instagram mm. so because i shared my mother with instagram when she was alive i felt i needed to share her with them when she was dead okay so if I felt sad, I would share it there. I'd be crying there or share it. Then my DMs would be full of people who've lost their mother. Yes. And would talk and would interact. I think that became a therapy for me. Yeah. Um, and that became like a, a platform to get it out there. I'm quite a loner. Mm. I think I wouldn't have been as openly with other people as much as I was on Instagram in the beginning. Mm. And that opened up other people going, oh my goodness, I felt that too. Oh, I felt that too. Oh, I felt that too. Then it became like a circle of people who have lost their mother and it became like a bit of an internal like little lost my mother club you know and when someone loses a mother I'm usually I usually reach out and go you know I'm sorry you had to join this club um, let me know when you want to chat mm. like actually yesterday I was supposed to have a friend come over who just lost her mother mm. sit on this couch and we just talk and cry you know mm. I, I normally, in these interviews, I love asking the mom about the the person's career. So I would, in this case, I've asked your mom, like, what what is like the favorite thing Siv has done, and for 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 her yeah. that you've done mm -hmm. that she loves? Because often, moms will something that you like yeah. that don't even think was good. They're like, mm. oh, I love that thing yeah. that you did, um, and 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 what what she would have hated yeah. of yours. So my mom. My mother, when I won my first SAFTA after four nominations, yeah, she said before that nomination, she said, oh, my baby, we're going to win this one, my baby. We're going to win this one, my baby. And I said to her, I'm against Bonang. She was like, ah, the next one. You win the next one, baby. You win the next one. <laughs> and I remember when I won the SAFTA, I told her I was coming to the house. I said, I'm leaving town now. Yeah. She showered. She put on an entire outfit with like headgear, African gear, she showered, she put stuff on. She was so excited, 
right? What was this after for? Best actor, best presenter? Uh, best presenter. Yes. You know, the actor ones, so that, but we don't want to mention everything else. The producer ones as well. We okay, we won't mention, uh, yeah, mention it. We don't have time. We don't have the time. We don't have the time. But I'll never forget when I won the SAFTA, I went backstage and she was my first phone call. She was watching live. Yeah. She said in Hosa, Ngozi undenze umtu. Thank you. You made me someone. Uh, made me someone as a figure of speech that goes, you've made me proud. You've, you've really lifted up. You've made me, it's just, it's a closest phrase. Yeah, okay. It's I never remember thinking to myself, oh my God. Someone's, do you hear that knocking there? Can you hear that knocking? Uh, someone's getting drilled. Uh, someone's getting uh, fucked right next door. Uh, so Are you here with us? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, mom. <laughs> um, so I think for me, I, I watched a documentary on Netflix of Arnold Schwarzenegger. And he said, when my mother died, I realized that my whole life, I've just been looking for her approval. Mm. And now that she's gone, who am I doing this for? Mm. I'm the same, bro. I thought I was a cocky son of a bitch who just loved succeeding for himself. Mm. I realized I was just trying to succeed for her. And it's mm. been quite weird to try and be successful now because now I'm like, hmm. I can't drop a WhatsApp and go, oh, mom, look what I did. And she tells me, oh, you're amazing. Yeah. It's not, it's not fun anymore. And obviously, uh, different people have different views. Like some, some people believe, like us as humans, when we did, we did, we're not mm. some way watching or, you know, and like a lot of people feel that even though they're not religious, they feel like there's a energy. This person I spoke about that lost her father, she she feels every time she sees a bee, you know, that that's her dad, their present. Or oh, it's just spring. Or oh, it's a bee, but, <laughs> but you know, that's her way. I'm but joking. anyway, with, with you, I'm with joking. you, with you. Um, she's gone. She's dead. Never coming back again. Not in yeah, the but, universe. But do you feel there's a, a, she's somewhere, she's an energy. No, she's dead. Gone, gone, gone. gone, gone. So uh, even, even if you do something amazing, no, you gone. don't feel there's any gone. sort of way gone. she knows. Gone, finished, glad. Gone, gone, gone. Okay. So, uh, so, like, in the beginning, I used to see rainbows and go, oh, mom. No, gone. <laughs> I'm laughing. Those are my gay friends. No, but, uh, those no, are the ancestors of all my gay friends. No, but I, I think, I think, obviously with grief, that's part of grief is that you become so desperate yes. to try and, you know, now, grab onto. I was so, trying. So people will be like, Oh my word, it's the 3rd of September and it's cloudy. Mm. And she died the 3rd of September ah. on a cloudy day. That's why it's cloudy. Ah, ah. You God, know? dead. <laughs> in here. In here. And black people don't get cremated. Eh? So this is one of my first family members to ever get cremated. So blacks were like, oh, you're going to ban your mother. This is ridiculous. So that was quite interesting. Um, she's, my mom's gone. My mom's gone. I can still feel her, not as a spirit. Okay. I can still feel like... Let me tell you, I have a fragrance there. Sometimes I just spray it on my wrist. I can still feel her. I can still smell her. It's not that airy fairy bullshit. Yeah. But I can still feel, I can feel her art. I can feel everything still. Yeah, but that's memory, that's right? Me that's a memory. That's memory. But everything else, no, my mom's dead. My mom's gone. Okay. That's depressing. No. <laughs> 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 sorry, sorry, buddy. I'm not going to... I no like the rainbow part more. The, ra the rainbow part, yes. But what happens in summer? Where the fuck am I going to see my mother in summer? She's not going to be here in summer because there ain't going to be rainbows in summer. <laughs> so, <laughs> so no. But um, in... I don't... Only from like drama school, I remember like the 
it was split between bilingual, so it was Afrikaans and English, or Nguni, well, they called it Nguni languages. But I mean, Kosa culture is very spiritual. Yes, culture. And, and I mean, it's like, what what is it? People who pass away become ancestors. Yes, just, become ancestors, yes. And and their spirit is yes. around and stuff, yeah, but you yeah, don't, yeah. you don't, no. don't believe that. Okay. No, 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 no. I don't even believe in fucking religion. Okay. So. Okay. No, interesting. But I mean, look, she's still, yeah, Ashes. in, in, yeah. Yeah, this is pretty in much. In flask. This is pretty Not much. Not here in spirit, but she's here in flask. Pretty much uh, pieces of her bone and some wood that they use. And, you know, it's just bits and pieces, you know. You know, I had to uh, say in my will, if I want to get cremated or buried, mm -hmm. but I, I ended up buried. Um, I'm scared of fire. Is it? Yeah. And I, I kind of put it in as a joke, but I mean, it's in my will. So if I die today, it has to happen because it's in my will. But I said, I want to get buried with three bottles of red wine and an opener <laughs> in case I wake up. <laughs> so that's in my will. So if I die, they have to put three bottles of red wine and an opener in my that casket. That is the most Afrikaans thing I've ever heard in my life. This is called, next thing you're gonna no, say, the most Afrikaans thing would be three bottles of brandy yeah, no, and, and a Coke. Next thing you're going to say, put some karate vata down <laughs> and a piece of flipping steak that is raw that it will turn into biltong in a couple of years. Dude, I, I don't want to, but like you, you said, you, you don't feel your mom is anywhere and stuff, but can I just say that as soon as you said, no, she's not anywhere, she's dead, this banging started and it's only become louder. So I don't know what that means. I, I mean, you can believe in, in coincidence, but are you I, don't, I don't think... Are you she, religious? Yeah, I, I am religious. I'm religious. Like how religious? I've never heard you speak about God once. Yeah, it's because it's like quite a personal thing for me and I, I, I don't like shoving it down people's throats. Okay. So I will, I will talk about it if asked, but I don't... I'm not preachy about my religion, but yeah, I'm, I was raised Christian and I'm still. I was raised Christian as well. Yeah. My mother was very Christian. Mm. If my mother was here, she would have stolen the show, my friend. My mother was. I believe you. I'm sorry that we got to this character. so late. How old was she when she passed 68. away? 68. 68. Okay, that is a good innings. Yeah. I mean, it's not that young. She didn't score a century, uh, but uh, yeah. she didn't. She, it's a tip of a former. You know, she gets a 50, she can't <laughs> convert to 100. You know what I mean? Um, but, um, she would have stolen the show, man. She would have definitely been the life of this. She would have answered every single question. Mom spoke cyber, cyber fucking Afrikaans. Really? She'll be talking with you in Afrikaans. Bunch of education. Yeah. Uh, but we won't talk about it. Um, her Afrikaans was <laughs> sublime. She would have spoken to you in Afrikaans. Like, through and through. And she was your biggest fan. Yeah, man. She was definitely my biggest fan. And that's why it's quite difficult. Life after has been quite difficult. Mm. Because, you know, you, I'm missing that person who believed in me more than I believed in myself. Yeah. That's been a bit difficult. Yeah. Well, not a bit, very. And I always, I always find it interesting because, um, okay, well, now, by the time this comes out, uh, so I'm opening for, well, while we were recording this, I'm, I'm now currently opening for Trevor Noah and the other opening act is Dylan Oliphant. And he lost my his mom, mom. Yes, he also lost his mom. But my mom loves Dylan Oliphant and I always joke and say my mom's favorite comedians is Dylan Oliphant and Paul Pops I'm may, maybe third <laughs> maybe third so people I always joke because like she is my biggest fan but she's also like loves other yeah. comedians and she's also 
I think a lot of comedians' moms only love their child as the comedian, yeah. but my mom actually loves comedy as well. And um, she will also be like, you must try to do more. <laughs> like, look how when Pops does that. You must, I'm like, but mom, he's a different kind of comedian. I can't do those jokes. Or like, I'm like, yo, he's talking about growing up in the township. Like, I can't, you know, but she doesn't always get that. And in Edinburgh as well, there's this comedian who had like a really creative opening to his show. It would bring people on stage and then like they form like a band yeah. and then they all like air guitaring yeah. and whatever. And she she turns to me in the show, she goes, you should do that. <laughs> I'm like, I can't because then I'm literally stealing their <laughs> thing that's joke theft. But she doesn't understand. She just thinks it's great and she's like, you must do that as well. But anyway, <laughs> who are your moms? I always find it funny to find out who are your mom's favorites. Um, did she have any favorites except you? Amanda thought I was God's gift to humanity, my friend. Okay. So it just wasn't like no one. There was no competition. No, there was no competition. But she, but she, would, but she, she was really close with Sia, so she'd see Sia on TV and be like, "Look what Sia's doing." Oh, and, then, mm. and then she, was, I think my mother was about excellence. So she saw mm. any form of excellence, she would call me. She'd be like, "Check what they're doing." Mm. Uh, the other day, she made up with Kirk Dad under the airport. She'd be like, "Do you know who I am?" She's not Kirk. I was like, "I don't know who you are." I'm serving as his mother. And what she didn't know is that Kurt Dan and I having a Twitter war and he's blocked me. Captain. But he unblocked me, said, hey, I met your mother. She's really like, da, 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 da. block again. Captain. <laughs> he did not unblock you, say, I yes. met your mother and then blocked you again. Yes. So, okay. What was the war about? I have to ask. Um, what did he do? Was it a DSTV thing? There was, there was something that he did. Okay, I don't know. There's something he's that done he did. a lot of stuff. Yeah. He, he said he said some stupid things, and I I chirped him. Okay, okay, but um, without yours going cheesy, but what what would be if someone is watching this, they've recently lost their mother. What would be your message? Um, I, the, I heard an analogy that said cows and cows and buffaloes can both sense when there's a storm coming. Um, yeah, cows run away from the storm, and buffaloes run into the storm. Uh, and the person who actually goes through the cuck for the shortest amount of time is the buffalo, but the cows think running away from the storm is going to help them. But they end up being in the storm continuously because they're always running. Mm. Um, I think you must go head first, go into it, have pictures of her up, you know, listen to old voice messages, old WhatsApps, go into the storm. Uh, do not yeah. fear. Um, Seattle. Yeah, I think the Hectic. worst thing you can do is run. Yeah. Because it'll catch up to you. I was speaking to uh, Ant Anton Taylor, and Anton was going, he just worked for two years straight. Yeah. Just no worked. stopping. Yeah. Just didn't stop. Obviously, so, as, a, as a way yeah. to distract himself. So, in other words, if there's a storm and you're a cow and you're running from the storm, you'll be in the storm longer. Mm. If you're a buffalo, you go through it, you're at the storm. Mm. Uh, so go ahead first, look at the pictures and go in, listen to her old music. Just go into the storm. Like, like if your mom passed away, if I go to Edinburgh, your favorite coffee shop, blah, 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 like sprinkle, no way she sprinkle her ashes, whatever, but just go into it. Do not run. Do not fear. Did your mom have somewhere she wanted you to sprinkle her ashes and where the, was that? It was weird. It's Gordon's Bay. We sprinkled her ashes and Gordon's, this is some leftover, but Gordon's Bay. We're in Gordon's Bay. We put in this little thing and it said it would float for two to three minutes as you watch it go down. Mom was a fatty, bruh. Went in, it went... Bloom, bloom. And <laughs> tell me, um, uh, 
Why was it Gordon's Bay? I have no idea. I still don't realize that. That is so funny because my mom was exactly the same. She there was this TV show called The Book Club on Kaiknet. Yeah, on Kaiknet. I've never heard of. And it was shot in Merville. I don't know if you even if you know Merville. Am I welcome there? There's, (laughs) there's yeah. I mean, they need tourism. Um, (laughs) There's a shop, church. One guest house. Mm. It's it's like lit, one horse town. I don't even think there's a garage. Mm. And um, obviously the 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 TV show made Madreville just look mm. like this beautiful, quaint little place, and it is. Mm. And then on a road trip, me and my, ugh, my my mom and my dad did through the Karoo. They stopped over in Madreville. She saw it, but she's only been there once. She's no like spe- specific connection to it. Then the other day, because I was doing my will, so I was just having like death sort of on my mind. And I said to my parents, where must I sprinkle your ashes? You must tell me because I need to know. My mom was like, Madreville. And I'm like, is there no, no place of more sentimental value? Like somewhere you grew up? She's like, no, Madreville's nice. I like, I like Madreville. <laughs> I was like, okay, fine. Yeah, it's random. And then I asked my dad and he's just like, ah, wherever you Whatever you think. My mother in her will was like, bury me on Thursday, funeral on Thursday, Friday cremation. Make sure you get me a white coffin and do not burn a new a new coffin. You must um, you must rent it. You were, able, you were able to rent coffins all days and then take the body and just cremate it or whatever. Yeah. But since COVID, you can't do that anymore. So I could see my mother being pissed upstairs going, why are you burning a new coffin? We might burn my mother in a brand new coffin. A very expensive coffee. Look, I think with all this banging, I know we've um, spoken about it, but I really feel like your mom was here with us. Oh, thank you so much. Banging on the walls, saying, stop to- <laughs> saying I'm not here. I think, I, it's, um, I think it's I've her. made it very clear. <laughs> it, I think it's her going, stop banging so many girls in your apartment. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. I think that's one of the main reasons why I don't want to realize, I think my mother's upstairs because she cannot know what happens in this apartment. She, she cannot, cannot know. She cannot be an all-seeing. She cannot be saying, hi, what are you doing to that poor girl? <laughs> so, I, hope she, I hope she isn't up there because if she is, I'm in trouble. <laughs> Yeah, but you know, I think there's, I think there's parameters, you know, like they can't see through. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Through so, roofs, the, yeah. so, so only she can only see when you're walking in the street. Yeah, 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 yeah. My baby, my baby, look at my baby. But man, I just want to say, uh, congratulations on all your success. Thank um, you, man. Really, really great to see you doing your things. I remember watching, being on a lineup with you, your very first, one of your first shows, actually. Remember? Yeah, and yeah, I want to actually. I thought on the way here in the Uber that I have to mention this because. I think a lot of people have forgotten about your stand-up days mm. because I remember before I even did stand-up, I was first-year drama student, UCT, and artist staying at the, well, lower campus, yeah. res. And because the back is a two-minute walk, I was like, I'm going to try and go watch a lot of shows at the back Even if I don't know what the show is, I'm just going to buy a ticket and go and watch as many shows as I can. And one of those shows was you, Baxter Main mm. Theater. There was a show where your shoelace was untied. I don't know uh, if you remember that. Okay. You put the mic down and yeah. you like said, sorry guys, I have to tie my shoelace. I think you even mentioned your mom. You said my mom will kill me if I don't, yeah, she was if I don't um, tie my shoelace yeah. right now. But anyway, I didn't know who you were. So I just, I was like, oh, okay, this looks interesting. And I booked mm. the ticket and yeah, I mean, it was a full stand-up show. Mm. Um, why did you stop doing stand-up? 
Um, I think, uh, I think it became my really pa- my biggest passion is 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 film, mm. and I think stand up consumes you. You're a great actor, but mm. people don't know you as an actor, Scott. They know mm. you as a comedian. Mm. Uh, I, I started to feel. Yeah. <laughs> I, I started to feel act uh, stand-up comedy consuming my mm-hmm. um, my acting. Okay. Um, and I had to take a break from it. Yeah. Uh, and as soon as I took a break from it, I started getting all the big roles uh, internationally and locally. Yeah. Uh, and now I, I can go back. Yes. Know, but I needed to put it aside because I was always... It, when they were picking me, I would have friends going, okay, we're talking about you in the room, but they're calling you an actor and a presenter. And I was like, oh, okay, we got to start... Mm. You know, drawing the lines. Mm. Well, you know, like if you wanted to start doing stand up again, um, no, I'm I, back. I'm back. I, I have all my dates booked. I've got a new show called Mommy's Boy. Okay. Um, well, I was just about to yeah. say because in, I just came back from Edinburgh, mm. and in Edinburgh, whenever someone loses mother, mm. father, sibling, yeah. partner, whatever, mm. it's like, well, that's your Edinburgh show next year. Yeah, for so, me, um, and you, you yeah, got that as so well. So it'll be my first show that I'm doing, that I'm going to be doing live uh, pole dancing. Uh, and, wow. Um, some heel work, some stand-up comedy, uh, like an intro with my drag what, character. Um, what, what Was your mom very traditional? What did you think of the, the drag persona? Ironically, my mom, Savannah, my mom right? very traditional, very traditional, very religious, very old school. Mm. But she supports everything I do. Yeah. So she didn't. She loved it. Loved it. Yeah. Uh, my mom's memorial service in the Kukuletu, the Kukuletu one, Hosa's uh, place, the priest said in Hosa, your mother loved you so much. She used to share your videos of your pole dancing drag in our church WhatsApp group. Yeah. That's pride. My What's mother that? would send my half naked videos of me doing men's health covers, nude edition for Mark into the church WhatsApp group. Or she'll put it, whoop it out. Show everyone. Yeah, I mean, your show next year, mm-hmm. very excited for that. Sure. And the stand-up that you're going to do. And I wish your mom could have seen that because I think she would have, she would have loved you on stage again. I wish I saw, I wish my mother was there for Woman King when I did, I would have taken her to Canada to come to the opening of Woman King in Canada. And you, you did go I to, went, she yeah. was dead by then. Yes. Yeah, so I couldn't do that. P- posthumous. Yeah. Did you see a rainbow in Canada? Uh, yeah, then I was still looking. Oh, then I was, <laughs> I, I was crying so much that there were rainbows coming out my eyes. <laughs> I was crying on duty free, crying on the airport, crying everywhere. I would go on red carpets with some of the biggest actors in the world, then get home, cry myself to sleep, do that every single day. So there were rainbows, so, but there was pretty much all the tears coming out. You really out. did run into the storm there, didn't you? Oh, bro. You were a buffalo. Bruh, fucking buffalo, but one day when you lose a parent, you're going to call me and you're going to go. I, I'm probably going to call you. You're going to call me and you're going to go. Okay, I get, I get it. Uh, yeah, I get it. No, I think I will. I think some I will. some of my friends who've lost their parents haven't got pictures up everywhere. I made a conscious decision. Mm. There's pictures of my mother. Picture. There's another picture of her when she was younger. Uh, I've got her last uh, money that was in her wallet over there, and a piece of her hair, actually, mm. piece of her hair, and it's there, and it's just forcing me. I got big. Hey, in the room, I've got big pictures. This big in the room. Mm. This big. Of her face. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. And when I see your mom in heaven, I'll send my regards. I'll send my regards. Uh, I'll be I'll be down here burning. Thank you. Cool. Lekker. Thank you, everyone. Lekker. Bye, thank you, all the amazing. Thank you, house.
Donkey Mensa, thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed this heartfelt conversation. And if you or anyone you know has lost a mother, message Siv. No, I'm joking. Don't don't message Siv. But maybe he's onto something when he says, be the buffalo. Be the buffalo. I'm going to get a tattoo like that, I think. Be the buffalo. That's nice. Your Mom with Skulk is a Telltale Media production and hosted by me, Skulk Poseidon. If you enjoy this podcast, tell someone about it, man. That's how most people find out about new podcasts. Anyway, Mensa, I'll catch you next week for another chat with another Tani. Tata for now. Bye.